0: Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong in this
1: And Steven. You cannot be serious. Let's get started.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming hill This is episode number 177. I'm your host Tyler. Schick. Thank you so much for joining us and with me as always are our two ghosts. Let's say hi to Graham and Steven. How are you guys doing? Uh, what's something fun that happened for you this week?
1: Well, uh, I, I got some Halo in. I went back right. and uh, played. I actually haven't touched Fire Emblem all week. What? Um, and I, I know I've been... Part of me is like... <laughs> I want to I want to give it a little break, but I'm worried. I need to get back. I need to get back because otherwise, you know, I'm terrible at uh, at beating things. As those have listened for a while, yeah. Now. You don't you don't so, give games
0: breaks. You gotta give work. games like forever breaks.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, that's true. And then I start ended up start over. Um, mm-hmm. so I need to get back. I'm not that f- far from the end, uh, but I've been playing Halo. I streamed some Halo. I was playing Halo Three and Master Chief Collection because they had like just Halo 3 BR Team Slayer which is one of my favorite. Well I love Slayer in Halo 3 and then I love the Battle Rifle. So I was playing that but then I went and played the you know multiplayer in Halo 5 and man is it different. But I was having a blast. I'm actually played it while Tyler was playing his Madden game of the tourney which I'll let him talk about because um, i'm sure he's gonna want to rub it in and all that such uh mm-hmm. so all that fun thing fun stuff i should say but i was playing halo 5 and i was like oh it's so much faster and like feels like a like more like call of duty than than the older halos because the old halos were floaty and these ones are are not and then it's funny the first game i played on stream on monday i think it was i got my like stuff pushed in. there we go Just trying to figure out the right way to say that <laughs> rated <laughs> T for um and uh yeah and i was like why is that and then i like i look at the end match so i think i was like 3 and 15 it might have been worse than that i know i had three kills but i think i might have had some higher
2: best but anyway numbers right there oh
1: it was terrible and i was like oh i'm playing against onyx people which is the highest level in halo like they're, to the point where they're like there's a ranking and they were like 15 1500th. Or something. I I'm not sure exactly what that means, but I know they were really good because Onyx is the highest. Because I got there and swap before, but I've never done it in, in Slayer. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm that level. I ended up uh, qualifying Platinum, which which is about where I think I fall. Um, maybe maybe a little bit higher, but not much lower. But no, I after that it was it was fun. It was good times. Um, I miss it. I, it's funny. Those of you that have been been following know that I like, have been not on the shooters recently to the point I was getting like bored but for some reason recently I've uh I've kind of wanted to wanted to start playing them again and I played a couple matches of Fortnite and Apex just for fun and I never do that and then I was like oh Halo's here let's go do that and then I had fun there so I'm hoping I continue that and I can't wait for Gears 5 I'll play a lot of that multiplayer and then then Call of Duty but As far as like real life things go, nothing really fun's happened. It's been all meetings all the time at work, uh, getting ready for the new school year. So you know how those could be. Meetings are not very fun. Uh, But they're Mm -hmm. over now and it starts uh, next week, both Mm -hmm. college and work. So that'll be fun, I think. Hopefully, maybe. We'll see. You'll find out next week (laughs) my thoughts on that. But uh, Graham, you had anything fun happen to you?
2: oh you know always have fun stuff uh you know summer is ending right now which is kind of good for the kind of work i do when you're crawling around the attics because it seems like that's all i've been doing for the last two weeks and some days it's been so hot with the humidity it's good to get out of there and another thing is a dollar drinks from mcdonald's i love my iced coffees it'd be sad to see those go that's that's probably like my favorite thing about summer it's like Dollar drink from McDonald's. Give is me the nice a, coffees. Is that any size or is it just the smalls? Uh, medium. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. but you can get two, right? And then that covers up for large and stuff like that. So that's- Well, oh, I never thought about that. That's genius. It is genius, right? And then if you want a little pep, you put a little shot of espresso in there, you know? There's all kinds of options. Gets a little more expensive <laughs> then, but, you know. But the base is there, dollar drinks. So everyone get those dollar drinks in before summer's over. McDonald's um, has
1: good coffee, in my opinion. Like, they
2: do. Way oh, better. it's good. Yeah. Great yeah, coffee. It's not bad at all. Uh, like their their
0: K-Cups are some of the best-selling um, like Keurig cups that are out there.
2: Yeah. For Actually, when I did have a Keurig, I did have their uh, coffees as well, mm-hmm. and I thought they were quite good. I try to
1: buy the cheapest and bulkiest K-Cups when I buy K-Cups because yeah i'm poor (laughs) so i appreciate that
2: fine coffee no now 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 i'm a nespresso man i'm all about the fancy coffees now i feel like i'm a i'm like a snob now with coffee it's like this is not the coffee this is (laughs) but we're not a coffee podcast um not quite yet anyways but uh Feel free to ask. Well, me we're for not a, a sports podcast either, but
0: we'll probably break down the whole NFC East by the end of this. So
2: yes, that's true. You we we, we seek to uh, not these little <laughs> no, <we> won't, but. <laughs> in different directions. And, uh, we'll break down your guys' Madden game because that sounds really we exciting. Will we will do that. Will not. We would definitely would like to know what happened there. So uh, other than that, yeah. on Wednesday was my final hockey game. It was uh, we weren't playing for championship. We we're playing for third place, and we secured third. But had a great season. Um, we, we basically, we had a really good team. We had points all throughout, which is always nice to have. It's not just one individual. Took all the pressure off me so I could get relaxed and have more fun. I didn't have to carry the team. It was a lot easier on the back season. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, go Roadrunners. We were team Roadrunners. <laughs> uh, it was a bit of a rough start, though, for me. I showed up. I was getting ready, and I'm like, I don't have any hockey sticks. Uh, which is pretty important to play hockey. So then people have extra sticks. So they was like, here, you can use my sticks. I'm like, that's great. So then I'm getting ready. And I'm like, I don't know where my jersey is. <laughs> wow. So then I didn't Did go get you need
0: your jersey. mom to come get you ready?
1: You are, the, you are the dude I do not like playing sports with. I <laughs> I can't stand that.
0: So <laughs> one time. That's one great. Time. That's hard to believe that Steven would be like that because at E3 he was so understanding of. No, I, everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I have the most patience. Yeah. And he does not like ants either. No, he we does not. That. We, does we not learned not that from like
2: Stephen. And not a fan.
1: <sighs> These guys left food everywhere. And was, no, and we I'm didn't. Like, oh, I'm God. like, can we throw things away so we don't get okay. ants? You know, have you no, ever seen ants? No, no, no. Anytime they anything
0: happened, it was, you know, <laughs> we're going to have ants. you like hear them yelling out of the kitchen or something. Yeah. And, left somebody leaves a light on we're gonna have
1: ants and i never that was you guys who <laughs> said that
2: that was not me
0: and, and of course you couldn't see that coming could you
2: but yeah there was definitely no ants no ants in our life that there were no ants any, any 3 either we were because responsible I adults
0: made you throw your trash away uh-huh
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sure but other than that things have been good like I said uh been pretty busy um haven't played a lot on the game front, just mm-hmm. in there, lot watching stuff about Gamescom and lots of trailers, and obviously we're gonna talk about that. So definitely my- done a lot of reading on video games, yeah. but didn't play too much. Always playing my little mobile games, uh, some Pokemon Go, always got that in there. I've been playing the new uh, Lego Tower game. Not not really addicting. It's just fun though. You can mm-hmm. easily waste away some hours. I know there's a Gears of War game came out. Uh, Gears but on. I haven't played that one. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it. So I'm curious just to see how well that plays. It's free, so... I didn't I know got- there was
1: a LEGO Tower game. Um, that's I might have to look into that, Graham. Yeah.
2: By the way, speaking of, of Pokemon
1: Go, my buddy, I was at work, so I couldn't, but my buddy offered, he got this, like, raid pass thing to catch i think it's deoxys
2: yes it was a special an thing yes
1: yeah and so he invited but i i didn't get off work till like an hour after he went so i missed out but yeah he uh he got he did that he showed me pictures of of it we have like a pokemon go chat now it's it's so bad i'm turning into graham i don't like it
0: i'm scared and graham and steven i should ask you stupid at gamescom they had like exclusive pokemon drinks that's cool. In the exclusive cans. I don't remember all the flavors. I saw the article on Reddit. And uh, I could just see Graham, like, filling up an Ooh. entire backpack with those things. Trying to get them to do customs. Probably.
2: I yeah. have no shame. No shame. I like my <laughs> so, Pokemon Go. I know. I'm aware.
0: But uh, we'll talk plenty of video games in a little bit. Graham, I'm interested to hear whether or not a couple game trailers... And gameplay demos uh, either changed your mind or got you more interested about some specific games. I'm thinking <laughs> one. I'm thinking one maybe, and uh, another. Already- my my hopes might be akin to just peeing in the wind, so to speak. <laughs> um,
1: Seeing a man about a horse. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but we'll see what you think here when we get to that in a couple minutes. But first. As for me, uh I our man tournament is underway and Steven and I did play our first round game last weekend. Do, do do tell how it went. So it was great. First of all, it was a clinic of offensive execution. Yes, it was we were just on point, making the correct decisions every <laughs> single
1: play. And that's why the score was like zero zero going into the half. Yes, it
0: was. And it <laughs> was uh it was bad football as it, as that uh, was as our that friend was, John Madden would say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. yeah. You have bad, bad football yeah. when you have bad football. And uh when you have bad football, that's uh that's bad football. That's bad football. Yeah. And that's what that was. And I sucked a little less than you in that you game. You did. You did. It was by far the worst Madden game
1: I've ever played in my entire life. I mean, if you would have
0: um, watched it, you would have thought we were both trying to lose. Like that's how funny it that was. was. It but
1: was awful. And
0: uh, then I went on and I played uh, a community member um, at who, uh who has a stream on Mixer as well. Check his out if you haven't yet. And uh, he streams men. So I, I thought this was going to be the end of my journey. You know, I'm like, well, it's been fun. <laughs> you know, we made some friends. We had a good time. And now it's time to go home. But no, I somehow managed to pull off what I would consider to be an upset in that game. Although that game was not exactly an offensive clinic either. The only touchdown was accomplished via pick six. And uh, I am going to be in the semifinals now where I really do think my journey will be coming to an end. Um, He says that and then next week he's going to be the champion of the (laughs) tournament. So no, we'd like to get the tournament wrapped up uh, over the course of the weekend. So we're we're in the semifinal rounds now and we'll, we'll hopefully get those done here. Everybody, you know, for the most part, people have been really good about playing their games. So appreciate that. And uh, you keep that going so we can get that wrapped up.
2: Yeah, no. I see it in the community, participate yes. in these tournaments.
0: And then if you're out there and you'd like to make Graham's dreams come true, and you like NHL, let us know. Because we did an NHL tournament last year. We want to do one this year, but we just need to get enough people involved. I need I my peeps. And we know it's sort of a fringe popularity game. Despite Graham's arguments and wishes, to the contrary. but uh,
2: I, I'm starting to accept it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm at that step where... Well, Graham, it's saying, saying it's a sure fringe game,
0: that it's not a knock on the game. It's just hockey, I'm sorry. It's but a knock on the sport. It's not a yeah, popular sport in, in most of ball. America. Like in places like Alabama, where they live and die college football, like they could care less about hockey. Like they probably care
1: less about the NFL too. To be honest
0: with you. No, they're they're Falcons fans. For the most oh. Part. Um. I guess. Yeah.
1: And I learned
0: playing my quarterfinal game that the Falcons do have a decent amount of. Uh, I think or no, his his uh, his ultimate team had a decent amount of Atlanta players on it, so it's not the Falcons. My bad. So anyway, hmm. we're we're not going to be a sports podcast today. Um. Although we have had the community request that we do a side sports podcast, we are actually working on that. So we'll have details on that to come. But that will be good news for everybody who just likes video games because that'll hopefully confine confine our sports rants to that. Get us out, it gets out of our system, and then and with football coming up, with the NFL on the way, and baseball playoffs about to hit, like you don't want Graham to get started.
2: Oh, yeah, in sports. Um, I'll tell you. Well,
1: so, really, Tyler. Let's be honest. It's the <laughs> NHL training camp we have to worry yes, about. I we're going to hear about John yes. Tavares scoring his first goal in practice, like we did last year. Graham, we, that we remember that. Steve and
0: I were chatting last night, and we remember that. So everybody, like, Graham's a big hockey fan. Not kidding when I say that. He legit <laughs> is. And he was so excited that the Maple Leafs signed John Tavares in the, in the uh, offseason last year. So when training game starts, like, he's telling us about how Tavares scored his first goal as a Leaf in practice. And, and I'm thinking, like, but I can compare that to in America is the way we obsess over NFL training camp, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like Baker Mayfield um, throws his first touchdown. I'm pretty sure it was preseason and it was. Just no, it, no it was practice. No, it wasn't. It was it definitely was practice. practice. It was I like a
0: scrimmage it. in practice. Yep. Yeah.
1: And no, it was. I mean, I don't know what the worst fact that you told us or the fact that like half of Toronto's media reported on it. Because yes. I saw a few articles mentioning it. Like, sh- calm down, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's practice. I and know. I mean, it was worked for you last season. #HashtagGoBruins. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> mhm. Um, it. Uh, love you, Graham. Hey <laughs> you know, we, we Graham, we love you, and it was almost as big of a goal as he scored in the in the conference finals last year. Oh, sorry, different team. <laughs> um. All right, moving on. We're not going to dig into Graham here. Because <laughs> Graham could like here's a nice thing about Graham, and this is why Graham is like such a nice person. And and we take advantage sometimes Was a nice because person. because Graham could easily fire back at me about how my team retired a number for the fans, and that's like one of only two banners we have in our rafters.
2: It is pretty sad.
0: It is incredibly sad, and I don't brag about it like some some of the rube fans do. They <laughs> think it's like the greatest thing ever that they pandered to the fans, retired the number one. Really, that's a, like it makes me gag even now, like twenty <laughs> years later. But anyway, all right, on to happier thoughts. Uh, So we'd love to have you join the community. Real quick, just the way to do that is to head over to thegaminghub.tv, and we'd love to have you become a follower on Mixer and join our Discord community as well as Facebook, our Facebook group, The Gaming Hub Forum. So you can do all of that right from thegaminghub.tv. So head on over there. You can also catch the stream live, whether we are live, with a new podcast episode on Thursday nights gameplay of a new game which you're going to see a lot more of starting soon and or just our 24 hour stream of past episodes so you can get caught up on everything and uh but you can get all that right there so we'd love to have you do that and if you'd like to help support the community we would really really appreciate that as well uh a couple different ways to do that if you'd like to donate via mixer you can do that that is on the gaming hub.tv as well and there's a button there for donation. The cool thing about that is that, like, Mixture doesn't get its cut of it and even Patreon doesn't get a cut of it. And that all goes straight to the show and the community, so we appreciate that. And then, patreon.com slash gaminghub. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, there are benefits to that. We do a weekly giveaway just for patrons at the $5 and up per month level that we'll do again tonight uh, at the end of the show. Alright. Guys, now video games. Let's talk about Gamescom. And well, before we get into the, like, news, news, announcements part, I first want to talk about this Gears 5 trailer. The, the campaign one. And not so much, like, what the campaign's about and what we think of the game, because we'll get to that, but, like, just it was a sweet trailer. And we went back and watched some old Gears trailers, and, man, they are not only the kings of trailers, but music and trailers as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, some and not not like first party music because, Steven, like we talked about Halo, right? And Halo doesn't need to go get a a licensed song, you know, yeah. to put in its trailers. It's got that Halo music that's iconic in video games. But Gears, as far as getting that uh, that licensed music and having it just be a perfect fit for the tone of the game and the franchise and the characters, is just perfect. So, what'd you guys think of that trailer as far as it fits in with the like Sound of Silence trailer for four, the uh, um, Mad World trailer for Gears One, right? Yeah. Um, so, what do you guys think? Uh, it was awesome. Um, I
1: it, when I was watching, I was like, "Dang, this trailer is like really cool," and it reminded me of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare trailer from like a couple, like a month or two ago, the multiplayer one, the one that had main. Man. Um, mm-hmm. There's some trailers, that, and I think shooters kind of work best because they can throw the mm-hmm. rock music in, and it, it, it sounds really, really sweet. But, no, the trailer was really cool. Um, I was already, like, on board playing the game because, you know, I get it for free. And I get uh, – well, I pay for Game Pass, I guess. But I get it through Game Pass, and then I've come this far, <laughs> to be honest. I've be on right. the four mainline games, so I'll play it. But, yeah, the, the sound was – like it just fit it so perfectly it was really really cool and their cuts mm-hmm. were really good um showing like really bad look like bad i A- i'm trying to watch the language. it's badass i'm just it because it's it's um, true yeah it was really freaking dope so yeah i'm super super excited uh, to see it and like the sound like the music they picked over over the course of their their series has been really freaking good
2: yeah, sure no, like, um, we were talking about uh, Gears of War, the song Mad World. I remember I was living in Edmonton at the time, and I don't even think I knew what Gears of War was or anything like that. And my roommate's like, you got to check out this trailer It's like with this song. It's like the greatest thing ever. And I'm mm-hmm. like, sure, whatever. So we go in and watch it. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but this is amazing. And, like, the song just, like, went with it. And, like, they must have some great people to just track down what songs they want and people who make the trailer. Like, kudos to them. And then, like you said, on uh, Gears, Gears of War 4, they used um, Sound of Silence. And that song Man, is amazing. And I love that song. It's I just do. so fitting. Mm-hmm. And I just find, like, a lot of trailers, when they have, like, really good music like that, like, yeah. I just, like... I'm so into it, and I just want to, like, throw my money at the TV. Just, like, give right. me that game right now. And me being a huge Metallica fan, a huge Metallica fan, uh, when I saw the trailer for Modern Warfare, I'm like, yep, now I'm a Call of Duty fan. <laughs> but, no, yeah. it, it's great, and uh, it definitely makes the trailer that much more better and stuff like that, And and rock music and heavy metal, like, kind of go with like shooters and so well it
0: goes with some shooters yeah. i would okay. i would argue if you put nine inch nails alongside like titanfall it might not fit as well you know yeah um but that's how you cut the the video right. like the
1: editing of it is what makes it right. really
0: good because i watched uh-huh. Gears
1: force trailer and it was the same thing it was all about editing
0: mm-hmm. I, I do think though part of it comes down to knowing who you are as a franchise not who you want to be you know like who you are like gears for all their faults like there there there's some storytelling and particularly dialogue in the gears franchise that is not quite the best um (laughs) like steven the the rock paper scissors saga in Gears scissors 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 yeah Yeah. right um so but they know who they are (laughs) like they know they're not uh (laughs) they know they're not you know these eloquent like you know best picture nominated scripts and you know all their best screenplay and all that type of thing. They they know who they are. They're they're a badass action game with cool heroes and pretty sweet guns that have chainsaws on them. Chainsaw and, guns. Yeah, they know who they are. So and they don't shy away from that, and that's cool. I I like that. They're swearing in the trailer. Um, I'm good with that. Like, don't try to be what you're not. And I feel like Call of Duty finally got back to that this year too. And we'll we'll talk when the game comes out whether they did it maybe too much, but uh, because that's a debate that's raging on. But as far as Gears goes, I'm pretty cool. That I'm actually pretty hyped for the game. We'll get to that when we get to news. But as far as other trailers, guys, let's let's put Gears aside for a second. What are the trailers really stood out to you over time? Where it's like, man, it's like I want to buy this right away. Uh, the Kingdom
1: Hearts trailers have always done it. Because um, they always put their, uh, their like theme songs over it, which is really good, made by Utada Hikaru. Um, very, very good stuff. Mm-hmm. Always, this, her songs always make me like tear up. And at this point, it's hard to tell if it's just from the music or from like the nostalgist slash like yeah. my love of the series. Because every time, it's like I get so emotional. Whenever I see like Kingdom Hearts, anything Kingdom Hearts related, or anytime I listen to her music, because I found out like not that long ago she was on Spotify, so naturally I have like most of her mm-hmm. songs on my playlist that I listen to all the time. Um, the Halo trailers have been good, uh, obviously. Um, the Witcher had some really good trailers, but none none of them like focused straight strictly on the music. They were just good trailers, mm-hmm. uh, but the trailers like if you you add like cool music, you can. Uh, make anything sound sound awesome. I don't know. Do you guys? It's not a game trailer, but did you guys ever see the video? And actually, I think I sent it to you, so you should have watched it. Uh, it was it was episode seven of or eight of Star Wars uh, with the War Pigs song over it, and it was it wasn't a trailer. Yes. It was like a fan made like, mm-hmm. but uh, holy crap, was that like awesome looking? Um, and it like got you like super pumped. And so rock music can do that, especially when you have really cool things in the background. So games, games can, or trailers can be like really awesome, just straight on their music. And it doesn't necessarily need to be anything yeah. else to get, well, get you excited, but there has been good trailers that haven't had great. Yeah. Music, and well, Witcher 3 was one of them.
0: Oh, you're right about that. Uh, one more thing on the music front and we'll give grandma a last crack at that before we just talk about sweet trailers period. But um, I ran and raved about it. If anybody uh, is listening that listened, you know, first of all, to the uh, credit to you, because that was back in like the before times of the podcast. But um, back in 2017, when the Evil Within trailer came out with the, the remix of like Ordinary World. And that was really, really well done. And I I ran through, I raved about that trailer like during E3 that year. Graham, you probably remember that. Yes. Um. I it knew. was so well done. That trailer was like perfect. So that's another one where music played a huge role. Cause I think, I don't just that, that song. And now if it was the original, like Duran Duran, you know, version of that song, it would not have been the same, but uh, whoever did the, whoever performed it, um, it, it was fantastic. And, and it really did a lot for that trailer. So, and I love the Evil Within series anyway, but yeah, that one for me is another one where music played a huge role. Uh, Real quick, other trailers for me, Bioshock, the original, I think, between the trailer and the game demo back when those existed for Bioshock, that's all the marketing they needed for that game. That game demo to this day is the best game demo I ever played, including any of the ten-hour EA Access Trials. So, you know, that was phenomenal. And I'm trying to think of any others. Graham, you were talking Mass Effect 2 before. Yes, I was going to mention that one. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, it, that one wasn't one where it had music to emphasize it, but, like, the the parts of the game that it showed and, like, some of the um, cinematics, it just, it, it honestly made me want to go back and play the Mass Effect series because it just showed, like, action and it just showed, like, the characters and the voiceovers and stuff like that, and I'm like, I, I want to play this right now. And so, yeah, that's the beauty of it, because really good trailers just make you want to play it. And that is just one that stands out. And like Steven said, The Witcher 3. I remember I didn't even have any idea what The Witcher was, and I I saw a trailer for it, and I pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered the special edition that gave me all the DLC free, and I had no idea what this game was. So that was one of those things where it just shows how making a really good trailer can just make somebody want to buy it without being waiting for a review or whatever. And I never played any past Witcher game, didn't know about the books or anything. And I, that was like one of the best purchases that I ever made just going in blind and just ordering some pre-ordering something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I actually remembered one when you brought it up, Tyler sure. uh, with the Bioshock. I remembered Left 4 Dead 2 and the electric, oh, yes. electric worry. Um, mm-hmm. That song with Killing Zombies, I loved Left 4 Dead at that point anyways. I played Left 4 Dead 1 so much. Hours, like mm. hundreds of and thousands of hours into Left 4 Dead 1, and then more into Left 4 Dead 2. But yeah, that song mixed with that game, trailer
0: was freaking amazing. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I'm trying to think in my head if there's any trailers that I remember that were letdowns. And I guess it's hard to say because... Some people might argue the Spider-Man trailer because it you know, the puddles.
2: Oh, um, I remember, yeah. Maybe yeah. Army of Two. <laughs> that wasn't
0: trailer Oh, trailer. That, that was... Grant, that's a good call. I didn't think Army of Two was terrible, but it wasn't, it didn't live up to what it could have been. Wait, are you saying the trailers made you want to buy the game and then the game sucked? Um, oh, we can go either way with this. We can either say the trailer was, I guess, I don't want to say misleading because, you know, like and not like is subjective for a lot, for everybody. But um, yeah, it, it was, it made you be like, yeah, it looks awesome. And then you get it and it just doesn't feel like that. And I guess leading the charge in that for me would be the original Watch Dogs. No, Dead Island. Oh yeah, that too. And Brink would be my two. The Dead Island actually trailer Dead also Island. used some cool music in there, by the
1: way. Dead Island's the one that was like, in reverse
0: who do you voodoo no i love that
1: song by the way yes. i don't think that was the trailer i think that was the opening like cinematic okay you might be right um but i i've listened to that song countless mm-hmm. times I like that song uh but the the opening cinematic that started with the girl like because i just watched this actually today the girl was on the grass and then she like goes up through the window and it's like the family fighting and everyone loved it and then the game came out and it was so different yes No, i did like the game quite a bit um yeah, I enjoyed first it. I finished Brink promised the world and yeah. sucked because mm-hmm. the servers were broken. You couldn't play. It was a glitchy lag mess with mm-hmm. Fest. Well,
0: do you it's remember tough. when the division originally promised? Because gr- even like oh that Grim, was a you were hyped. It was phenomenal.
2: And Grim, you were hyped for four years it. later it came out.
0: <laughs> well, no, remember when they talked about how you could play via tablet and yeah. you could control the drone, right? And, uh, so you could be like on your lunch break at work and just get your tablet out and play with your buddies and, you know, um, control the drone to help support them and lay down fire against enemies and whatnot. That, none of that ever came into the game. Ever. No. So, uh, the trailer for division, the original division and the original, um, trial or not trial, the, uh, beta gram. Like that was really fun too, wasn't it? Yeah, and no, then, it was. And then you know to the point where Graham even you bought the game. Yes. And regretted it. Yes. And you learned very quickly because you then bought Destiny. <laughs> and regretted it.
2: Yep. You know what? To say, fool me twice. Shame <laughs> on this guy. So
0: yeah, it's um I don't I don't think do you guys think the Destiny trailer was misleading at all? Maybe a little bit. How about No Man's Sky?
1: I don't think it was the trailer that was misleading. Yeah, I think, I think everything was, that came out from yeah. the people
0: was, it was all the information. Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm trying to think of any trailers where I'm just left a little underwhelmed, honestly, just from the trailer itself. And I guess the one most recently that comes to mind is Halo Infinite from E3 this year. Mm. I don't know, I, and it's my own fault. I don't count teaser my trailers fault. as let downy. Right, but I guess for me it's the fact that we got a teaser trailer two years in a row. And I... And like I said, it's my own fault. I had expectations too high going into that show for what we might see. And and we got probably what we should have expected from Halo Infinite at E3 this year. But uh, you can't... you know, What we did see looked really good. It's just none of it was gameplay. So you have no idea. But...
1: I mean, last year it was... The world followed by like you see his helmet right in his right. hand if yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, this then, year it, you... then it ends
0: with the warthog driving across.
1: Oh yeah, but right. then this year you see mm-hmm. him on the ship. Sure. So I, I, I you know, I'm not, I'm gonna disagree with you. That's fine. Strongly disagree with you. Okay. I mean, that's fine. So you're loud.
2: Yeah. We will. I do it
1: all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Steven,
2: it's, perfect, it's perfectly so okay to
0: be wrong, Steven. We understand. I'm not wrong. I'm never so, wrong. I've never,
1: yeah. ever, ever been
0: wrong. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, now that we're talking about game trailers, because that's something we kind of noticed, especially with that Gears 5 trailer. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. And I'm not talking the Horde one from this one. I'm talking the, uh, the campaign trailer for Gears 5. It's less than two minutes long, so it doesn't take long to watch. And it's absolutely worth it, though. It super good. And the music just adds so much to it. It's, it's phenomenal. All right. Guys, let's get into the news let's talk about these games from Gamescom. Uh, um, you know, what a shot! Gamescom actually had games
2: to show. And a ton of games, like, holy moly.
0: I know. this. It, it's uh, in some ways, it almost feels like it was a little bigger than E3. Um, and there's stuff that I'm going to talk about, like, real quickly. No Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah, there was no Keanu there. Come on. <laughs> No, I'm just. It's it's not bigger than E3 in in scale. But come on, we gotta hype it up a little bit, Steve.
2: No, um, no, but no. Honestly, people are talking about. Don't it. don't lie they, about We're it. saying that it might have been bigger than E3, but no, and like, that's
0: why I'm saying that because some people feel that way. But you know why? Because we saw more gameplay here.
2: Yeah, for a well, long games, and, and that we were, makes difference. We were at E3 too, so. True. Like we're because I'm sure at Gamescom they're probably showing stuff on the floor that that we don't yep. know about, right? So. Yep.
0: And the other thing too is that Sony was here. Yes. At Gamescom, and that makes a difference to a lot of people. So it got people interested that really this year, d 3 weren't that interested, and in whether or not that's their own loss is debatable. But, you know, uh, they were at this time because Sony was a presence there. All right. So let's kick off with Sony, actually. And they, I think, had the biggest news coming out of Gamescom and that was that they bought Insomniac. So Insomniac is now officially part of um, the PlayStation family, first-party developer. Your thoughts, guys? Uh, Steve, we're going to go to you first, because I know you love Insomniac games about as much as I do. And uh, what's? what are your thoughts on it? My first thought was, damn, that means no Sunset Overdrive 2 on the mm-hmm. Xbox. Same
1: um, Not that that was ever going to happen in the first no, place. it wasn't. <laughs> um, I, honestly, like... Th- Uh, You know, that was my initial reaction. I was like, dang it, that sucks. Like, as someone who... I have all of the systems, so it really doesn't affect me, but I do primarily, like, at least turn on my Xbox before the other ones. I don't necessarily play more games on the Xbox, but Mm -hmm. I, like, that's what I use to chat with YouTube and watch Netflix, HBO, all that fun stuff, right? Like, it's my... It's funny because, you know, way back in the day when it was like, it's going to be the box you watch TV on. Like, that is exactly what the box is to me right now, right? Like, what yeah. got him in trouble is exactly what I'm using it. I, <laughs> right? yeah. I mean, I play games on it, I do. But most yeah. of the time I'm using it for things that are not playing games. Right. Um, it's That's going to change just, shortly, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just funny how that works. But mm-hmm. anyways, like, it's not surprising. Um, and it didn't take me that long to to come to this, they've really made so many games for Sony recently Um, Ratchet and Clank and Spider-Man being the two most recent ones Um, it wouldn't actually surprise me if Sony did make a Sunset Overdrive 2 on the PlayStation just because they're Sony and they would do that Um, (laughs) now it also wouldn't surprise me if Microsoft allowed Sony to port Sunset Overdrive it's like a 50-50 chance in, in my in my mind of them allowing yeah. that because they could keep their name on the game right probably um because if, if they, yeah. they own the right they
0: publish the game yeah
1: and so it would get them money and i i just i don't think microsoft is super upset about this because they they screwed insomniac over to begin with and this kind of seems like the inevitable outcome of that
0: the relationship uh. was not good no. And we don't totally. know any details cuz both sides were pretty professional about it and kudos to both because that's not the norm. Yeah. It was back when guys.
1: Microsoft was just not Yeah. not being very good.
0: Yeah, we're talking cuz that game released in 14, right? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It was either the first year, I think it was the it was year 14. after it was for, the first full year.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. it was
0: about one year after. Mm-hmm. Now it was so, like October,
1: I think maybe in that year. Yeah,
0: right. It was 2014 and so we're talking the development relationship going basically from, you know, probably 2011 through 2014. Yeah. And that's when Xbox wasn't being run all that well, to Ooh. be quite honest. So, you know, I can see where the relationship wouldn't be so good. And, and and Sonic has hinted at that fact, and but they've never fully come out and roasted Xbox or anything like that. They've been pretty professional about it. And and then, but they, they did go out of their way to say... How much they enjoyed partnering with Sony for Spider Man and how great yeah. Sony was through the entire process, which, in a very indirect way, was saying what kind of pleasant a pleasant change that is, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm with you that like this was it should have seemed inevitable. Uh, I always do hate when we see you know, stu- um, studios do things like this, and, and I would stand by that statement for Obsidian too, even though that's a really important signing for Xbox, and I would argue that Xbox needed obsidian more than sony needed insomniac
2: i would uh, say they're pretty comparable would you like those two companies
0: that's what i would say
2: too yeah, yeah. sure like when i first heard it too i'm like oh sony's mm-hmm. trying to be like because microsoft bought all these studios up but i'm sure this kind of thing that happens anyways that's just was in my mindset and mm-hmm. it does suck for people who just have xbox or whatever like that but I I get the business aspect of it. Um, I know people don't play nice all the time, and they try to get one franchise over the other and try to draw the fans to them that way. Uh, I mean, so that that is a good acquisition for them for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's really not surprising because I mean there was already a hard drive article. Um, by the way, you should follow the hard drive. Um, they're they're like a satire for video games. And they, they wrote an article that was like, uh, Insomniac employees surprised to learn they weren't already owned by Sony. And I mean, it it's always kind of felt like because they've, they've made so many Sony exclusives. I mean, Ratchet and Clank being, being one, Spider-Man being another, like, it, it really is not surprising. And it, if the company feels it's in their best interest to be under Sony's wing, then all the power to them because I'm sure Sony can give them some stuff they may not have. Before uh, resources and stuff, and it's not the first one that's that's been under that Sony Sony acquired. Right, Santa Monica Studios was not a Sony. At one point, it wasn't always owned by Sony. Correct me if I'm
0: wrong here. Um, uh, that I'm not 100 percent sure of. To be honest with you, uh, I
2: think but, you're right, but
1: either way, like yeah, I, I think it'll. It's not that big of a deal. It just sucks for the people that only have an Xbox, but. Mm-hmm. To be honest if you're like a huge gamer and you should probably have both.
0: Well, in reality, point. I mean this yeah, I, at this point in the in the generation, yes. Um I yeah, understand I mean, I, people saying it's hard to get two consoles within a year. From the get, sure, but Yeah, but after 8 years or 7 years, yeah, I I think it's reasonable to say you could have both by now. So the only thing I'll say on the, in this is that you know, for Xbox fans that say this shouldn't happen and this is terrible and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, first of all, you know your favorite box just signed how many studios? Yeah. And second, where was the where was this outcry and support when Sunset Overdrive was released? Yep. Because you know that game should have sold incredibly well and it didn't, and it's just ridiculous. So I don't know. Yeah. um yeah i agree i i don't get some people's
1: dislike of that game um it's it is so fun um i i know but i know a few people that hate that game and i think that's ridiculous because i love love sunset overdrive and spider-man was a it's nowhere like I'm not even saying it's a spiritual successor. It's obviously not, but you can tell they learned a lot from the gameplay of Sunset, and they kind of incorporated it into Spider-Man, and it made Spider-Man so much better. Um, and yeah, so it, it's not that big of a deal. Um, it sucks if you only own an Xbox, but like I said, you at this point going into next gen, you kind of know which what companies are making what games, so. Choose based on that, not brand loyalty, because brand loyalty is stupid across the board. Um, I know a lot of people get loyal to their brands for whatever reason. Yeah. Those brands give no craps about you. Um, if you no, like the games really. that come out on Sony, then buy a PlayStation Five if you mm-hmm. can afford it. Like, don't. There's no. Re- I mean, I like a lot of the stuff Xbox is doing um, with their like non-first party games, but they still haven't shown me first party games that are coming. And I, I at least know what I'm getting with, with Sony because they, they've had a track record of making the same types of games. Um, like you can open world, JRPGs, all that fun stuff. So like I, I've already told these guys I'm, I'm leaning towards Sony for the next gen, but we'll see. I'll, I'm
0: sure I'll get the Xbox because these guys will make yeah. me because I have to t-
1: t- talk with them somehow.
0: You know? <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm pretty confident with what Xbox is going to do out of the gate. I feel good about it. We know we're getting Halo right away. We we know more about the launch lineup for Xbox than we know for PlayStation, like for sure. So yeah, well um, we, I mean maybe, but
1: Ghost of Tsushima could very well be a launch title, and
0: it could. But I'm thinking Halo Infinite over that. Two could also be as well. It probably won't. I don't think so. I think that's coming on
2: PS4 first.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Next up, guys. Let's talk uh, opening night live at Gamescom, which was the Jeff Keighley organized show and had content from everyone. So, let's kick off Graham, a game you've had long okay. looked forward to, Death Stranding. And first of all, we got to see Norman Reedus, Pete. That's very important, and yes. thankfully, that's in the game. Um, we saw cameos. Um, but, ultimately, what we saw was gameplay. Granted, did anything about Death Stranding get you excited to buy? Because I think, before you answer, I think there are elements to this game that you would like more than the two of us. I just want to see if you're so dead set against it now that you're not going to do it.
2: Uh, I honestly have no intentions of buying this game. Okay. Um, well... I don't know what this game is yet. Like, they've showed so many trailers. And I don't know if he's, like, deliberately just just trying to be completely out there that nothing makes sense. Like, I do enjoy things where, okay, I gotta kind of try to piece it together. But when it's just, he's, like, a UPS delivery guy that has a baby attached to him that can detect dead things and like i've recently just been watching stranger things i've got through first season so some it's like kind of remind me of uh ones in the upside down and like the normal spoilers so, i've never seen it wow what does that mean <laughs> i'm just so, saying a name nobody knows what i'm talking about
0: graham out of 10 score for season one of of stranger things
2: i'll give it an eight okay it wasn't like amazing, but it was really entertaining. And every episode ends on a cliffhanger. That is and, true. And that is evil. Especially when it's a Netflix series, when you can mm-hmm. just go watch the next one. And you can watch the well, next because well,
0: that's what they want you to do.
2: And then it and flows into it, which yeah, which I did. Guilty. I would
0: Graham, I would give it a six, to be honest with you. Um and I like, I get why people like it. I just thought it was a little overrated. And part of the problem was I waited. I, I didn't wait as long as you did. But I waited long enough to hear a lot of hype. Yeah. So I think my own expectations were a little skewed. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I feel like
2: that, it's a little overrated as well.
0: Yeah. It's like it's like when Steven got it, you know, super hyped up to see Terminator 2. And, and he went in, you know, expecting it to be, you know, like... good. Um, no, you went in uh, expecting it to be um, Citizen Kane instead of just super awesome. I've never seen Citizen Kane. Uh, well, it's considered by many to be the greatest movie of
1: all time. Sure. Uh, Terminator 2 was just an average at best movie. Incorrect. Rose-colored but, glasses over here from, from the, yeah. uh, the, my two co-hosts. Nope. You keep saying that, but yes, it's, that's the reason. Anyways, um, Death Stranding. Um yes. Yeah, it's one of those things. Someone said it in the not so nice way in chat on Mixer, which was funny. Not gonna repeat it. But yeah, uh, I, I feel like here here's what I felt like for for the entire Death Stranding like saga from the very beginning. It's like you either like Hideo Kojima and you're gonna buy this game no matter what, to the point of like, did he really even need to release this late last trailer? It, this, this last trailer was not going to convince anyone to buy this game. Because it didn't even really show gameplay. Like,
0: all like you saw was bit. setting yeah, ladder, the ladder. Yeah. a ladder, turning the box it.
1: in, and shaking a baby, right? Um, in, yeah. in, a, in a good way. Like, rocking it to sleep, not shaking yeah, it. Not, like, violently
2: yeah. shaking, shaking yeah. a baby. <laughs> but
1: all the people that like Kojima are going to buy this game. Um, and a lot of people that don't like Kojima are not going to buy this game. And then there's that group in the middle that is like, what even is this? I don't know. I'm just going to wait for reviews and figure out from there. Um, like, I don't know. Will I be getting it? Uh, it depends what the financial situation's like. There's a lot of stuff coming out that, like, I want more than this. Though I do well, – this is the most intriguing of the titles. And one of us has to get to me. talk about it.
0: So, Not for me. Not in November
1: um yes this is way more intriguing than star wars because oh, i know what i'm getting with star wars i don't know what i, I still don't know what i'm getting okay with. so
0: yeah if you go that route i can okay I'll, i'm not I'll saying go it's going to be better or more sure. entertaining it's just mm-hmm. the most intriguing my problem is is that november is star wars time and not just for the game but i've also pre-ordered like the the road to um sure and then you have the mandalorian at some point and in... the mandalorian and all that stuff plus i'm going to have to watch all the Star Wars movies again because you know, Graham. It's been quite some time since I've watched those, and, um, and so that's going to be rather taken up. Plus, Doom's also coming out that month, which I do definitely want to play. And I, that said, I'm going to get this game. I mean, we do a video game podcast. I feel it's pretty important that you know we probably talk about <laughs> the most anticipated game of the year for a lot of people. Um, now, for for what reason? I don't know, other than because Kojima. I that that's the only reason. I mean,
1: I'm sure yeah. someone's gonna like they're gonna hear us talking right now, and they're going to send us a <laughs> a love note. A lo- yes, yes, a lovely worded, uh. super kind letter. But honestly, like if you trust Kojima, that's fine, and he's done a lot of good work, and I really yeah. enjoyed Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, but that was like really my first taste of the Kojima um, mm. thing because I never really play. I never had a PlayStation. Like I had a PS2 and a PS3, but I, I really only played them for like Kingdom Hearts and and that's about it. So I missed a lot of and the Final Fantasy games. I missed a lot of like the other stuff on it, right? So tell me what about this game intrigues you besides Hideo Kojima's name being attached to it. Because yes. I really Norman Reedus. Don't know if you can For some people. Maybe, but I, I don't think his the acting is going yeah, to convince you either way. I don't know. It it has to be Kojima. I mean, it does look interesting. All I'm right, really good. curious. Like, story-wise, like, I've never been more curious about a game. Um, And I think it could either be really good or really, really, really batshit crazy. And to the point of being like, what even is this? And, you know, there'll be people that are like, this is the most amazing thing ever, even if the story makes zero sense to yeah, anybody.
0: because they're um, supposed to say that. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 before you send that message, like, think to yourself for two minutes, like, why you're excited for this game besides Kojima. And I'm not saying this game is going to be bad or good. I We haven't seen it. It could one be
0: season. one of the greatest games of the generation.
1: Yeah. and could. I will be buying and playing this game. I'm interested yeah. in this game quite a bit. But I don't know, besides Kojima, what it is that is so intriguing to people. Because it, it has to yeah. be just that.
0: Like, part of me wonders when I see this, and, you know, there were some things answered here in these trailers. Like, you got a little bit more clarity, but not much. And I think it would have been more funny if he had just never released gameplay at all. He shouldn't have. Until release, just to see. Yeah. He could still sell 10 million copies a month. Um, But I almost feel like he is just trying to see, like, how out there he can get and still have people just flock and blindly buy it. I think um, the game will make sense though i i think the story will make oh,
1: sense but his well. his release strategy of like the trailers have been mm-hmm. a little crazy and by the way there was gameplay in in or it, it's
0: what seemed like a little bit e3. The one from, e3 yeah the
1: yeah. one that was yeah we not I'm e3 from, but the pre-e3 thing yeah the week yeah. before yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: graham i'm gonna put your norman reedus theory to to death right now mercifully because norman reedus was in that walking dead game Back in like twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. and that was awful. It was really bad. Yeah, it's just a plus. So they ain't showing up for normal readers. It's not. It's not
1: the main attraction. It's the sideshow. No. It's the same with Cyberpunk. It's an and added Keanu. bonus. Ke- sure. like, people were excited for Cyberpunk because it, the game looked great, and then Keanu just adds like a bunch mm. more to it, but. No one's buying that game strictly for Keanu. Well, actually, there might be some, but
0: it got it more attention for sure. I would say that that
1: the Keanu Cyberpunk thing is more likely people are going to buy Cyberpunk for Keanu than buying Death Stranding for Norman Reedus. Mm -hmm. And but I I, I am two or what are we? Three months away or two and a half months? I don't. I forget if it's. I think it's November eighth, right?
0: Uh, seventh or eighth, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yes.
1: So two and a half months away from what is definitely the most intriguing game of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So these next few we're gonna move through fairly quickly, except for the one season that I know you want to talk about. But we're gonna save that one till the end of this topic. That okay. Makes sense. So, all right. Little Nightmares Two is coming, and it's being made. That's a, a sequel to the game that came out, I think, in twenty seventeen, if I remember correctly. Um, cool little game. Uh, had some creepy elements to it and was uh, pretty fun. So uh, we saw Predator gameplay, which I am intrigued by. I think that looks kind of fun. Hopefully it's uh, a little more deep than you know what we saw in Evolve. Yeah. But we saw that as well. Humankind we saw more of. And uh, Steven, I know you were at least a little bit intrigued by this. Yeah, I'm interested because I like mm.
1: Civilizations. I like the building games. I like strategy games. And this one allows mm. you to like take a civilization and – Put it through like history, but with different things that happen. So, like if you take mm. the Romans, like not everything historically that happened to the Roman civilization is going to happen in this game. But I, I think it's cool. I love, I love old history. Um, maybe not the super in-depth stuff, but like the generalized versions sure. of a lot of things. Right. And so, yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. For well, sure. I can tell you
0: something else you're going to love, and that's Need for Speed Heat's companion app. Is it? Where is it now? Yeah, it is. Because you can start customizing your cars today, Graham, with this app.
1: Graham's I, already downloaded I, it. He deleted Pokemon Go. Hey, Graham didn't answer
0: because he's customizing right now.
2: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just putting a body kit on my sick new ride. <laughs> uh, no, this it's kind of a gimmick thing. Remember when they had, I forget what game it was. But you were supposed to be all like uh, race like uh, tracks that people have made on your mobile phone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't even know what game it was for, and that just never like became anything. It just like went away and nobody talked about it. So what? I, like I think it'd be fun for a little bit, but I don't mm-hmm. think people are going to spend hours and hours on their mobile tablets right. or whatever. Guys, what
0: what the hell did Xbox call that at, companion app for the Xbox One? at launch you remember like you could look at like your Madden playbooks on it and you could get like extra story information and halo had it yeah it wasn't a game specific it was for the whole console no i know yeah chat help us out here that smart glass Glass. that's the one yes so the smart glass app i had
2: that and
0: yeah i had it i and i thought uh, when i saw it at e3 like 2013 that's so cool i'm gonna use that so much and by so much i mean not at all the keyboard well, was the
2: only good thing about yes it. yes and they the still keyboard have in
1: the xbox app uh yeah.
2: you can pull it the up was great uh
1: by the way speaking of that's that was destiny's problem as well is most of the story was on the app you had to like do the grimoire cards or whatever and i didn't want to read something off the game right and yeah no
2: mm-hmm.
1: stop doing that best yeah, companion
2: I- app ever was the Pip-Boy.
0: Oh, yeah, I'll give you that.
2: Yes. yes.
0: Um, overall, though, I feel like companion apps for games fall flat. Yep.
2: Yes. They well, they had do... one for GTA, remember? The um, the map? The iFruit mm-hmm. or something it was called?
0: Do you know, Graham, that there, there are companion apps for NHL? Or there were?
2: Yeah, but they know. weren't and good. Was, if they had, a... had ones that kept track of your stats and you could look it up and stuff like that, that would be awesome. But the one Well they no, did no. on that
0: site. Uh, they had a site where you could look up your club team or something and and then brag about, you know, how bad we were. So they they did so, have that, but I don't know if that was part of the app or not. But yeah. All right. Uh Grant, the Witcher 3, also known as Switcher 3, coming to Switch in uh now we know on October 15th.
2: Yes. And it's the clean so, edition too.
0: Yes, complete with thirty-seven p resolution, and uh, it'll be great. No, we just kidding. We don't know what the final resolution is yet. I don't think, but you know, by all accounts, it's not going to be real great. I hope so, it's smooth. Yeah, I just say, hope it runs I'll we'll well.
1: say this: if this is your first attempt at playing The Witcher Three, and you have other options, use those other options and play mm. them, like on PS Four or Xbox. Like, don't let the potential gameplay issues of playing it on switch affect uh your solely your views on that game because that game was amazing and and it's possible it's very smooth on the switch but the early reports was that it wasn't it's possible it got fixed i know Mm -hmm. people have been playing it and they they seem like it's working so we'll see but i still think maybe on a console
2: yeah i i agree um I was really surprised to see this announced for Nintendo Switch. Now, if this plays really well and looks decently well on the Switch, then the Switch is gonna have my two favorite games of this generation with Breath of the Wild and The Witcher 3. Mm. Those are my two top ones. And if they're both on one console, because you can't play Breath of the Wild on well, you play it on the Wii U, but obviously it's still Nintendo. But Graham, I'm, uh, gonna,
0: I'm gonna tell you my bar for success on this is plays fairly well and looks okay. Yeah. Like yeah. that's to me, that's the bar for success. Because this and, and it's not even like a switch sucks thing that I'm doing right now. This is a really ambitious port.
2: Yes. So but, but they did it with Wolfenstein too, and that, they're have massive this.
0: problems. That's not this.
1: What was the one that had massive problems? Yeah, it wasn't uh, Wolfenstein. It wasn't Doom, perfect.
2: Doom was um, good. I
0: thought Wolfenstein. Doom had was issue. good.
2: Maybe. No, Wolfenstein wasn't bad. It was. Uh, I forget which one it was.
0: Or maybe I reversed that. But none of those games compare to this. This is a massive undertaking to put this game on there and have it perform well and look good on a console that, let's be honest, is not as powerful as its competitors. Yeah. No, um, but sure. if it works, so, need to
1: take The Witcher Three on the Go. That's cool. And
2: yeah, absolutely. So, so we'll
0: I hope it works. 15th.
2: So, so I'm going to be optimistic. You guys can be pessimistic and all that stuff. I'm not
0: pessimist. I'm hopeful. I'm just also realistic about what it is they're trying to do. So, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, Steven, and to some extent, Graham, Purple Space Program 2 was announced. To some extent? You play it. You game. like it. But Steven Rants raised about this game. So. To anyone else. Yeah, so this was announced, and, Steve, you're excited. You guys are both excited. But why? Why this instead of the first one?
1: Well, I mean, Wait. I. why do I need to pick one? Um, no, I love the first game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the realistic physics, it, like, legitimately can teach you, like, a little bit about rocket engineering and physics and all that fun stuff. Periapsis, mm-hmm. you
0: know? Yeah, all of it. I apple mean, apple. I I loved I love that night where I was listening to you two go out <laughs> and I, I heard the word it. I know and I heard the word periapsis like fifty times.
1: Sure. <laughs> in a ten um, minute span. So it's it's just a great game. Like I remember the the first game when I was in college at the the first year I was in college, I was taking physics and I was like learn and and calculus at the time and I was learning things in that those classes. Um, and a lot of it, some of it was refresher and some of it was new. And then I was like, well, I watched people play Kerbal Space Program. And I was like, I was like, Oh, I know what that is from physics. And I was like, that's really cool. And it, I mean, it can kind of be used to help, you know, teach kids and get kids interested in science and engineering and all that fun stuff. But no, it's just really fun to like build rockets um, and send them to space and watch them blow up and, and do it a hundred more times. <laughs> yeah, and kill these little Kerbal creatures that are like super funny looking, they're like little ragdolls. Jebediah for life, dude. Um, Jebediah is the, the most badass character in any video game. <laughs> Bar none. Don't at me. It's true. Uh, okay. No, it, the game's super fun. And like, so I watched the trailer and you see all the new stuff. It seems like there's going to be interstellar travel um to where in colony building it's not made by squad the people that made the first game which it doesn't make me hesitant but mm. a little bit a little bit it's like all oh, right let's bit. see let's see what this does um and it's possible the game comes out and it's not so good right at the beginning and they fix it and this is one of those games where i don't need it to be perfect on the get-go because i think they'll fix it because they've done that with ksp1 um from yeah it wasn't that the playing, case with
0: the console version like well, just yeah, with the, the
1: controls was dog shit yeah. Um by the way to anyone who naughty word Steven. I know, sorry. Yeah. potty mouth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh play this game on PC, it's so much better with mouse and keyboard. Actually, if you have mouse and keyboard for your console, you can play it there, assuming it allows you to use mouse and keyboard. I think it does. I think the first one did. But mouse and keyboard is the way to go. It's so hard to play on the controller. Mm-hmm. Um also you have hard. mods. Mods make the game a gazillion times better, and the game is perfect already. But it just makes it's like quality of life improvements and helps and stuff. Especially if you don't really like the sciency parts, it, it helps you there. But yeah, it's it's just so much fun. Like, I I got into this game right when I was getting out of the army, and dude, I was. Addicted to the point where I was watching people on YouTube to teach me how to like because this was back when the tutorial wasn't great So I was like I watched like thousands of videos like to learn how to play and then I would like go in and play it and I well, I remember my first time landing on another body Um, And I think it was Minmus was where I first landed out like oh my gosh Or just even getting to orbit was like wow, this is so cool I just built a rocket that got into orbit of, of Kerbal um, I it's just it's just so good. I'm super excited for this. It's coming next year, no set release date, so no. it's possible. it's not coming next year to be to be quite honest. But, yeah, I'm just'm I'm, I'm really excited. It's actually I've started rewatching Cribble Space Program one um like campaigns on YouTube. I love love mm. that, love watch other people do things that I would only dream of because um, the game's not easy. But it's super fun and one of the most rewarding games ever. And I just, I cannot wait. To the point yeah. where I'm probably going to play Kerbal Space, real quick, going to play Kerbal Space Program on stream at some point in the near future because I want to I wanna do that. <laughs> so yeah.
2: yeah, Graham, sorry. No, no, for sure. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. And like I said, you're talking about the campaign. And I have not even tempted or looked at the campaign because I've been working my way through the tutorials. And the tutorials is pretty difficult. I remember the last thing, it was um, when we were at E3, I think that was last time, around that time when I was played it, and I was one where you gotta land on the moon, and I was so close to landing on it, and then I just, like, shot up too far, and then I drifted away, and then it was all mm-hmm. over. Uh, it can be frustrating, because once you fail, and you gotta start all over, but it is a really good trial and error that, if you fail, just don't give up, just go over it again and you will get better and you'll get faster and you'll learn more. So um, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely excited for this one. Uh, I'm curious to see what kind of tutorials are going to have for this one. And I wonder if they're gonna be like, okay, they're gonna assume we played the first one, and no, I
1: don't they're not so. gonna be.
2: Yeah, I don't feel that way either. The Steam
1: so. page is already up, and it's already a description. I I looked. Um, I watched mm-hmm. a bunch of people like breaking down the trailer. The people that I, I trust with the first game that have made thousands of hours of content for it, yeah. break down the trailer, and they they went through the mm-hmm. Steam page, and the Steam page talks about the trail or the tutorials being. Even better than they were for the first game, and they massively improved. But yeah, like, like you said, they're not easy. Um, and another reason I recommend keyboard is F five and F nine, which is quick save and quick load. Uh, makes it so you can do yeah. something, and if you screw it up, you can just quick load, and that way you don't have to do the whole thing again. But it just, I, I really do highly recommend this game. Like, at least go look the first one up on Steam or your consoles. I think actually it's on sale on the consoles for like ten bucks right now. Not a bad price at all for that, even with the controls being more difficult than PC. If you can't play it on PC, yeah. go go look at it. I've been it's playing on console. Phenomenal, so it, it's phenomenal not terrible. game. Um, I I love the game.
0: I can't recommend it enough. And all I'm right. super
1: pumped for the second one.
0: Okay, so for time purposes, we got to move on to, to the Inside Xbox uh, show that took place also on Monday a little bit earlier in the day. So we're going to move through the sort of the quick hit things first, and then we got a couple things that we'll dive in a little bit deeper here uh, with Inside Xbox at the end. But first of all, DMC5, Grant. I
2: don't want to talk uh, again, about it. I don't, uh, I don't want to talk about it.
0: Go on. Grant bought it at launch, hasn't played it is in (laughs) xbox game pass oh you played one time well that i hope you got 60 bucks worth of that one time because it's an xbox game pass right now for everybody to go get your hands on a pretty new game to get a hold of playing games like that generally don't stay in very long we said that about
1: metro exodus and
0: true it's still there but i know like Fallout four was only there for a couple months and by a couple i really mean like three or four then it was gone. So I didn't even know they got rid of
2: Fallout 4. Yeah, I it think was, it's back it in, already.
0: but I could be. Wrong. Might be now, but it was gone after the first one in shortly. So Gears Pop uh, released today, actually on Thursdays. we record this on mobile. So if you want to play that, um, NBA 2K20s Career Mode is going to feature Idris Elba and Rosario Dawson among others. That's cool. You know, yeah. Uh, so
2: you didn't mention LeBron James.
0: Well, Well, duh! It's a basketball
2: game, Graham.
1: I mean, I assumed he'd be in there. Yeah.
2: (laughs) But I mean, like him actually talking and stuff, like. (laughs) Oh, cool! Just a Lebron
1: James talking in a video game. Hmm. Yeah. Color me shocked. I know. Saying that as a Laker fan and a Lebron fan. Yes. We're gonna be the NBA champs of 2020.
0: Count it. Sure you are. Okay. Um. And then a couple of things I do want to talk about a little bit more in depth. So first, uh, Empire of Sin. Steven, you watched a little bit on this too. Graham, I don't know how much you saw of it, but it's basically an XCOM style game about like bootlegging in the mobs in Chicago yep. from like the 1930s. And I've, you know, normally this wouldn't be my type of game, like just the style of it, but I, uh, or the, the genre of it, I should say. Um, but I'm really intrigued by this and I kind of want to give it a go. Stephen, what do you like about it?
1: Uh the XCOM strategy. I love strategy mm-hmm. games and tactical things and stuff. I'm terrible at mm-hmm. XCOM. Um but I love them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a it's a cool concept. I like the the mob slash like bootlegging. See
0: yeah.
1: what what type of strategy outside of the actual like fighting there is will mm-hmm. make or break the game for me yeah uh, so what is like, you're, you're
2: like building an empire too, and you're like yeah. buying bars and like making the city like your own mm-hmm. city. So yep. and they have a bunch of like, I guess mob bosses and yes. like a huge percentage of them are based on real, real life. People, yep. yeah, so real is Al people
1: Capone people, gonna yep. be
0: there? Maybe, maybe. So they I didn't know. give
2: any specifics. They just said, there's a lot of them, and like I don't know, they said like eighty-five percent of them are based on real life ones, and the rest hmm. are just fictional ones. Well, that's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so the f- not... even the fictional ones are like the conglomerate, you know, the ones that are based on a group together. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah. So what were you gonna say? Sorry, you haven't I seen Boardwalk that... Empire. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. Graham, how about you? Have You watched that? Watch what? Boardwalk Empire. No. That's worth it, guys. Um, I still have to go back and finish it. It's like season I have to go. Um, and whenever I say I haven't finished the show, it doesn't mean I don't don't love it, because mm-hmm. I invested like a month and a half into getting caught up on The Walking Dead last year, and then I still haven't watched season nine at all. Yeah. So and,
2: and I watch all season one yeah. of Westworld. Same here. I, watched I watch season watched season two. Season two.
1: It's hard and, for me to listen to your recommendations, though, Tyler. When I recommend so many shows to you that you never, ever, 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 ever watch, like The Boys.
0: <laughs> I I've will watch that. A that. You know, long my list is, like, of shows that I want to watch.
2: Like, um, the upset him that he, he just left. Did he?
0: Oops. <laughs> so, no, I have a long list of stuff that I want to watch, and I, I can't just like you know. Mm-hmm. just That's immediately why start close. watching something I tried to watch the Letterkenny Stephen, and that got about three episodes and Graham sent me one of the funniest texts I've gotten in a while <laughs> he's, he's like you watched it when does it get funny uh-huh.
2: <laughs> but I did watch so, it since then and I've I enjoyed it more than second time
1: what was that Graham? you want to you wanna say it a little louder? Graham don't, I... don't no Graham it sucks it doesn't. It's amazing, and anyone who has Hulu needs to watch that show. It is phenomenal, <laughs> and I mean, the third episode of the first season is really bad, so just beware, um, but the rest of the show is amazing, phenomenal, 10 out of 10. Watched it three time, twice all the way through, and I actually restarted it again,
0: because wow. it's Steven, perfect. you ruined that show for me one night in chat.
1: I don't care. You weren't going to watch it anyways. You never watch anything that... tell you. Watch, uh, even though correct.
0: I've watched multiple
1: things, you've uh, you you've told me not correct. you of The West Wing, yes,
0: but and I give you shows okay.
1: that only have ten episodes in them, and you you give me shows that have
0: that are like hour long and yeah, yeah hundred episodes. So, <laughs> so well, there's a reason that yours are ten and mine made it a hundred. So <laughs> anyway, guess we know well, the truth. All right, okay. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Empire of Sin looks pretty cool. Yes, and I definitely want to see more, and definitely, absolutely planning on giving this game a shot. But it is out, coming out in spring two thousand and twenty. So, Blair Witch comes out next week, and the the big news about it right now is that the game's only like five hours long. Do you guys care? No, because most of the time, the longer a horror
1: game goes, the worse it is mm-hmm. with pacing and, and such. Mm-hmm. And besides, it's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass, you don't have to buy it. And again, right. even if you don't and you do buy it, it's $30. Let's do the math here. If you buy a movie for $20, mm-hmm. and if you buy in the um, 4K, it's like 25 and that's normally yeah. three hours max Mm-hmm. I mean, this one you actually get to play and replay whenever you want, and like, and you can play a again, yep. and so has a very good boy. In it. I don't understand why the the map there is all like why people think thirty dollars for a five hour game is too much, but we'll pay twenty five for a movie.
0: The problem now, is, go
1: ahead. Real quick, most time the movie does have the better story, but
0: sure. the shorter a horror game, the more I think it will be good. But my, my thing is, you're a passenger for a movie, you're a participant in a game. Yeah. And so it's a different experience. And the I think part of the problem is that we've gotten some games that hit that 30, 40, 50, 60, even 100 or 200 hour mark. And now that's what people expect all the time. And if they don't get that, even for free as part of Game Pass, which I guess isn't technically free for you're still paying $10 or $15 for Ultimate, but... Still, you're getting it as part of a great value. You're you're still complaining because it's not it's not enough free crap for you. Like, come on. Play the game first. And if if we all feel it would have benefited from being two hours longer, we'll say that on this show. And then, now, you know, and everybody else have a right to say that too if they feel it. But how many times by, have we said about a game that this could have been a little shorter and it would have been all right? By we, we mean these two right here. <laughs> right i know you're I'm not going so it. yeah you're gonna watch it on, on stream though oh uh, yes. Tyler froze
1: again hold on
2: so wake up tyler, tyler. i'm here i fell up. asleep i got him <laughs> mid-sentence oh there he is
0: he's back can got me back all right um something with my internet is not great tonight so, so apologies everybody as long as the audio is still good i'm good um
1: so, no, you cut out there. So you. Have to oh, I did. Okay.
0: So anyway, the uh, so apologies, to people listening. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm. To me, if a game is, you know, Stephen, we were talking about you watching it. Yes, you'll be watching on stream. So, um, will I though? But yeah, it's it's a five hour game. I don't care that it's five hours, and I know that's somewhat hypocritical. But you know, we've evolved because yes. In the super early days of the show, we made fun of The Order 1886 for being, like, two hours. It also cost 60 bucks. Yeah, but it cost $60, and they were touting it as one of their big primary first-party releases. And I guess Xbox is sort of doing that, too. But um, I still think, uh, you know, for that time, for asking $60 for a game that was really about the same, right? Five hours? Four to five? Wasn't that true? Um, With a ton of cutscenes, by the way. So I, I think it was fair to criticize that. But again, here, if it would have um, benefited from being longer, then we'll say that. And, but most of the time, the argument's the opposite. Steve and I, my one knock on Spider-Man, actually, was that it probably could have been a little shorter because shorter, the MJ sequences in that game were all the same. The exact same. I felt like I was doing the exact same thing over and over and over again, just in a different place. And I felt like we could have done like two of those instead of five, but whatever. So,
1: yeah, my only issue was that I didn't get to play a Spider Man during those, so I was like, oh,
0: I know the heck. Um, Graham, uh, are you gonna play this? I think so.
2: Like, it is on Game Pass. If I had to buy it, that might have been an issue, but. I think I will play this. I'll try it out. Um, have Have
0: you seen the original movie? Yes. What did you think? Because it's one of the most polarizing horror movies ever. I didn't think it was
2: that good. Um, okay. Just because... I, like, I think I would appreciate it more now. Just back then, just who I was. I wanted like mm. something. And basically nothing happened until did you like more fast-paced
0: jump scares
2: yeah okay like i know it's more of like a psychological thriller i guess um Mm -hmm. and then i remember like the not the final scene but like i don't know it's after the spoilers shows up like (laughs) yeah spoilers
1: don't tell me i haven't seen it
2: okay well you you, need to see it you you know you you know about it though right you know what? You know it's real.
1: No, I haven't. I don't know anything about it. I just know it was a good horror movie, and right. Tyler raves about it. But, like I mentioned earlier, Tyler doesn't watch things I
0: recommend. So at this point, Why it's about know. principle. And uh, so, okay. All right. Anyway, um, Graham, did you see it in the theater?
2: No, no.
0: Okay, I saw it in theaters, and the uh, it was in a, a theater with a balcony in like uh minneapolis and uh the up above like somebody dropped their spilled some of their popcorn down like right when they're in like in the house grim at the end yeah and it landed on these girls shoulders and i've never heard screaming like that in my entire life yeah and taking the ride home we took like through the minneapolis lakes area which is a very wooded area at night and you can hear all the sounds you know from the woods Yeah, not uh, not great when you're, you know, kind of a kid and, you know, whatever it's uh, that was not so good.
2: Yeah. Apparently my brother had a Halloween party or something like that or just Mm. after that. And he had those sticks hanging up in the trees and like people that knew what it was. They were pretty terrified, but uh, Mm. like I wouldn't have known because I didn't know what the movie was at that time.
0: Did you know that back then this was what night movie came out in 199, I wanna say? But the there was a website like Blair Witch.com, and they uh they all it was was like I think it was a dark screen and they just played the sounds, like the creepy sounds from the movie from the forest. Yeah. And people would put that on in dark rooms to like scare the crap out of other people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, that that movie was a phenomenon that summer. And I consider it... Like, Graham, this is one thing that we disagree on. We don't disagree on many things, uh, aside from, like, the fact that movies can be rewatched, Graham. But (laughs) um, we disagree on this. I think Blair Witch is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And it does require paying a lot of attention in the beginning when they're doing, like, these testimonials from the local people.
2: Yes. I don't remember that part.
0: Yeah. You have to pay attention to that because and just file that away cuz an hour later you're going to see that stuff start to happen. And and it really is creepy as hell. So I I think it's super scary, but it is really polarizing because people either love it or they hate it. And I have a feeling this game is going to be the same way. So we'll we'll see, but it has a very good boy in it and he is not going to die, Steven. Okay. So I can't
2: wait to play. Sure. And
0: it's All only right. five
2: hours, Steven, so there's a good chance that you would finish this game.
0: <laughs> no, there isn't. A there's a better chance through? that he'll finish the Witcher through Witcher 3 starting it on Tuesday and finishing it on Tuesday than he'll ever finish this game, even if it's five hours. That's right. I did beat until dawn though.
2: Yeah. That was a little a different game.
0: though. Maybe.
2: There's actually right. a, we'll a game out. that's
1: um uh, fine yeah.
2: along the from the same people who made it, right? Was it, um, was it Erica? I don't remember now. You remember Steve? I don't,
1: I don't know. What game?
2: There's, they announced the game from the people who made um, Until Dawn.
1: Yeah, the Dark Pictures Anthology Collection thingy. Uh,
2: Unless they did it at
1: this Gamescom. Yeah, that's I what I thought. Uh, the, no, that was I think I, I know, know the game you're it. talking about, but I think it was from the people that made Her Story.
2: Mm. anyways
0: all right moving on let's finally like come full circle here on the show and talk gears five again sure because we talked about the trailer and just that trailer was super effective but uh, we saw the campaign trailer um i'm going to tell you guys i don't see if you agree or not but for me gears five over the course of gamescom went from a game that I was slightly concerned about. I I thought it would be, I thought it'd be fine, but I didn't think it would really stand out to now thinking it might be a surprise. Like one of the very best games of the fall. What do you guys think? Best games
1: of the fall. I don't know about one of that. But I think it'll be fun. I don't know. The campaign for four left me wanting a little bit. It was good. I don't think it yeah. matched how good the first three were. Um, I agree there. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I'm curious about Kate's background. Um, the multiplayer was fun though from the tech test. That's probably where I played the majority of my time. Mm-hmm. I will not be playing horde mode at all. You're going you're to play one. You're I will fine. not play horde mode ever. It's the most boring mode in the entire world. You it's play 50 rounds fighting the same enemies over and over and over board. and over 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 again. You don't go anywhere. I'm, I'll play the new mode. The I want to say Breakout, but that's the Halo 5 gameplay. I forget the name of it. Um, but it's the one where you have to like, go in, plant the bomb, and get out before you die. Um, that sounds fun. Oh, Escape. Yeah, sure. Escape. But not <laughs> sure. Horde mode. Horde mode is so boring. So boring
0: so boring I'm gonna just say it again I'm so boring but well, what do you think about the new abilities do you think that adds anything to nope. it and the class you know the classes I'm more talking to Graham here because he won't give a an obnoxious not gonna budge on my answer, answer
1: I here. really I don't um, care it does not add anything to it it just it's another thing
0: that just okay. it who cares all right so Graham which of these would you rather have like the ability to be invisible? Or to like have extra vision and shoot people through walls and whatnot, or what?
2: Uh, I like the idea of being invisible. And then okay. you just sneak up on the monsters and just chainsaw them or stab them or whatever. All right. Because um, I'm not that good at sneaking up on uh, enemies, so if I'm invisible, cool. mm-hmm. there now I am.
1: That's because you're Granbo and you just go running in. I know. You don't know what sneak is. I would love to see you play well, Hitman because I just want to know how you would play that. It's uh, kinda
2: I did Go try ahead. Hitman like one time and I put in like all this effort and I was close to like pulling it off without being loud. <laughs> and then I failed and then it was like then I never went back and played it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't got no and, time for that.
0: Yeah. Gears isn't really a sneak type of game. Yeah. Um it's not real subtle with anything that it does. But uh, Rod Ferguson basically said this week, and I'm paraphrasing here. It's not a direct quote, but basically said that like, Gears Four was about you know all these characters kind of lost in the woods, and and it was very it, it was intended to be more personal. Um, and uh, and at the end, they find the monsters, and now in five, they have found them, and now yeah. this crazy super huge battle begins. So and so this is gonna Michael Bay slash set piece of the game totally and you know what as much as i don't necessarily love michael bay i am so ready for this i think this should be really fun i mean the trailer did look cool um yeah and it did
1: make me feel very michael bay ish Mm -hmm. um i'm like okay cool but honestly Mm -hmm. like that's kind of what made gears gears was the massive like bosses i missed fighting i forget their name because it's been so long the ones with the um like four or five like legs that were super hard and you had to use the hammer of oh, dawn yeah, yeah, on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but i love those fights
0: and you like the glowy the butt guy
1: in huh? the last game the glowy butt guy no yeah. that guy sucked um <laughs> when you had to fight him without the benefit of uh the, the mech
2: the hammer of yes. dawn
1: yeah i said the hammer of dawn is the weapon oh, yeah. i said that no
0: he was wondering what the enemy is called
2: yeah i don't yes. remember either i don't Spider remember that thingy. part either um
0: but yeah i i don't know
1: i did not enjoy the enemies in four but it, it could be a nostalgia thing because it was the same with halo five where and halo four where i didn't enjoy the forerunners as much as i enjoyed fighting the covenant and um and all that and i think it's just one of those things you grow up fighting the covenant or the horde or yeah. um yeah they're they're called the horde aren't they no locust jesus christ locust yes yeah the locust and so when you fight the new enemies um it's like ugh, they're not the locusts and they're not what i remember so it's really mm-hmm. hard to be like objective there and it's or it's, it's not hard to be objective but it's hard to just to know if that's the reason or if i just don't like fighting them cuz even the lambent were like cool like they were yeah. an interesting take on the locust but the new one was like you already made the lambent why are you making the locust but
0: in a New new way, you know, whatever right. the heck they were called. Like I didn't spoiler. So just... I I love the sequence where the Lambet were introduced. By the way. Yes, and and that's what I mean. Like Man, it just feel like cute. they were rehashing, and it's
1: a new company, so yeah, they, it, it seemed cheap and like cop outy, and it just wasn't as cool. And I, I feel like they were trying to earn bonus points for like kind of making you fight the locusts again, but it didn't do it for me and it's it's frustrating and because it's just like well you
0: want to like it because you loved them before but man it's yeah but you know that now like the trend now and everything's cyclical, right and and we go in cycles of like 20 years on this stuff but the the trend now with everything in movies and games and everything is kind of back to the roots you know and we're i think we're seeing that with the new bond movie too like the uh even the title is like a harkening back to the old school Bond titles. Yeah, hey, what is yeah. it, Hard to Kill, right? No, it's No Time to Die. No Time to Die. Yeah, same it's thing. very Connery-type title, you know? But it's kind um, of thing
2: that a lot of bands are doing, too. Like, we're mm-hmm. going back to our roots or whatever like that. Yeah, we're
0: going, we're going back to making the crap that people go to our concerts to actually listen to, yes. Yeah. And same thing with movies, like... You know, and and now video games too. You're you're seeing them go back to
2: the what room. the
0: original formula was that yeah. made them good in the first place. So, I think that might be more why we saw Locust there than anything else. They're trying to, you know, just make it familiar. It's very much like how Star Wars Episode Seven that was meant to be like everybody's blankie, you know, every Star Wars fan. Yeah, like, where it was a new home. Yeah, it was like it just felt very familiar. Shot you know? for shot remake. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm kidding. But time I time. know. But it but it felt super familiar. And and that was the idea. And I think that's the idea with a lot of things now. So I don't blame them for trying it. I do think Coalition's gonna go huge with the uh the set pieces and the just the action in this game. And I think it could be really fun. I think it might be a good like ten hours of just like century, like overload, which would be kind of cool. So cool. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. All right, anything else stand out for you guys from uh Gamescom or Gears in particular, Steven? Other than Horde mode for you, yeah. Uh, hard pass on that. <laughs> no, I mean, hard pass on Horde mode, but not Gears, right? Sure,
1: no, yeah. Okay. That's uh, that's correct. Yeah, no, uh, nothing really else stood out. Um, there was some other stuff that came out throughout the week that wasn't specific to Gamescom, but um, actually, so someone just said something in chat that is absolutely correct. All they need to do to make me hate it is put Horde events in the story. They did that in Gears 4, and I hated it there. So I'm not going to enjoy it anymore when it happens in Gears 5. It's the worst part. How, many were, how many were there? at Three? Uh four, there yeah. were three. I uh ooh. I
0: kind
1: yeah, of there like one, that either because three sounds
2: right. There was the worst. one at the <gasps> settlement,
0: the one on like the elevator thingy. Yeah, yes, the elevator right was now. the
2: worst one. That's the one I'm stuck yeah. at right now. And I I, I have no, there was four
1: because you did like the one against the robots to... on yes. the elevator at the yes. very beginning. And then you did right. the settlement, and then you did the one with the locust on the and then you did the one at the end. No, they all sucked. I hated every single one of them. Um, but the one on the elevator in act like three was the worst yeah. because it was so long. That's the i was I'm like, on. That's
2: uh, the reason why I haven't finished years four is that reason right there. So I agree. If we could get rid of that, I, mean, I don't it's just padding, yeah.
0: It absolutely is. Padding and and filler. remember, seeing at the end of act four, because we finished it last weekend, everybody, and uh, we had a good time streaming it by the way, uh, on Mixer, but. When uh, when we were playing through the end of Act 4, we were just kind of like, you know, this just feels like, I don't know, this doesn't feel like a great Gears game. No. Nope. And But then we got through that, and we got into Act 5, and our opinion very much changed. Yeah, if I knew we got...
1: the hardest boss yeah. was at the end of Act 4, I wouldn't have felt that way. But right. I felt like, I was like, wow, that boss was tough and kind of crappy. Mm. And then I have another act, and it's the last act, so you think there's going to be a big boss, but... Um, if you have never finished Gears 4, know uh-huh. that once you hit the hill is Act 4, or and then Chapter like five. Yeah. Once you get over that hill into Act five, it's 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 not hard and it's fun.
0: It's pretty smooth sailing and it's really fun actually. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, guys, let's wrap up news here and let's just look ahead real quick to next week. And uh, this is something new that we're going to be doing here on the show Uh, rather than just cramming releases into this little segment and, you know, uh, trying to find in some weeks it is literally trying to find three games for coming out for each console. Um, Rather than doing that and having like this long, you know, other segment where we uh, wrap up, we're just going to kind of look at it next week and talk about what what games that really stand out to us are coming. Also, what we're going to be doing in the next week as far as, like, ways to keep in contact with the community via streaming or whatever. Uh, Special events that are going on uh, with the show and the community, et cetera, et cetera. So, all right, guys, let's look ahead. To me, two big games coming out next week. You guys, add anything if you want, uh, but Control coming on Tuesday and then um, Blair Witch on Friday. Yeah. So.
1: And there's also that uh Dark Picture and Man of Madon made yes. by the people that made mm-hmm. um Until Dawn. But it's an anthology and it's shorter as well. But I know people were complaining about um sorry, ad thing popped up in my ear. Uh but it's mm-hmm. made, like it's interesting. Uh it looks creepy based on just the pictures in the mm-hmm. Xbox store. Uh but it's coming to everything. But yeah, I'm interested yeah. in control. Um I forgot that that was coming out next week. Uh, I'm so swamped with like the other things I have to do next week that I forgot that Mm -hmm. video games happen too.
0: Yeah. You got school started next week and um, I've got a bunch of uh, work stuff next week, which whatever. Oh yeah. You you work like a hundred days in a row, right? I do. And you know, controls for, you know, of course I do right now because controls first game really, really, really look forward to in a while. Yeah. So, uh, Graham, have you ever finished a, a, game by remedy?
2: Give me some examples. Alan um, Wake. Alan Wake no. uh,
0: Quantum Break.
2: Nope. Okay.
0: I finished Alan Wake. Loved Alan Wake. Never
1: played I Alan like Wake. Games, Never played I Quantum loved Alan Break. Wake. Alan Wake was a horror-y version of Luigi's Mansion. That's why.
0: Yeah. At, Grant, I feel like you would really like Alan Wake, except that too much time has passed now. And I feel like it would sort of be like Red Dead 1 for you. Maybe, but Red Dead One is very smooth now, and it's in 4K. So that I don't know. I know if that's but but clear. remember when he tried to play it, and I get it, it didn't have the update yet. Well, Graham, Graham hates when
1: we like Graham just hates games that we recommend to him. I figured it out. No.
2: Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Yes, ah. Uh.
2: Well, I buy them <laughs> though, so I must that's true. want to enjoy them. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Spent that money
1: is. on them. You, you so, do Killing Four two, yeah. your game of the year from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> at least, Grant, at least that was only like fifteen dollars, so you know it wasn't the end of the world. Um, it's true, but no, I do feel like you would really like Alan Wake. I don't know how much you'd love Quantum Break because it's much more shooty than
2: Alan Wake is. I don't mind shooty. I might not be that good at it, but I don't mind shooting.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know. I felt there were too much. There was too much of a shooter element to Quantum Break. I think it would have been better with less of that and more using the time mm-hmm. powers.
2: I'm better at but, games like Late Shift. Way better at those games.
0: Yeah, and that, but that's just like, like an interactive movie. <laughs> yeah, that's, what that's not said. even a that, video that's why game. I'm good at it. Um, I Only right. played that but, game one time. It's I could I play tell play. me if anybody out there, you can probably get it for so cheap right now, by now. But uh, it came out in what twenty spring twenty seventeen. We have raved about it many times on the show. It's called Late Shift. It takes what, or maybe half hour to get through, uh, play through. But there's seven different potential endings. Actually, it's longer than that, isn't it? It's like an hour, maybe. Yeah. An hour, hour and a half. Yeah. It's like a movie. So. Yeah, there's seven potential endings. And uh, and you know you got to figure out how to change your decision making throughout the course of the movie and the story to get each different one.
1: the whole story, though, in the playthrough,
0: even though I did have to like a not good ending, yeah. right? So it's super good, though, really well done. And I do wish there'd be more stuff like that, yeah. Um, but anyway, like, Graham, I do feel like you'd like uh Remedy games, I do, and I don't I know you probably have no plans to buy Control at launch, so
2: no, like. I am kind of interested, but she almost seems like she's too OP or something. Like, what I've watched, she just seems like she just yeah. blows through everything. Like, I don't know.
1: Well, how well, about you wait to see how the game progresses before you make this yeah. judgment?
2: Well, well I'm just Break, saying. That's what i just that's how well, I feel.
0: Sure, I get that. Quantum, but Quantum Breaks um, trailers gave the same impression there. And you had to sort of build up um, some of those powers throughout the course of the game. Like you had, you'd all you'd have them all from the beginning, but they wouldn't last very long. And you could upgrade to make them last longer and become stronger and make them more relevant, you know. Rather than just like spitting out a fire in a nasty situation, you could actually do some damage with them. So that that's sort of how it worked. I'm guessing it'll be much the same here for for this. All right, all right. And then Blair Witch, we talked about already. I don't think there's any need to go into that more. Nope. But uh, as far as us guys, what uh, we're, what do you got coming up next week? For me, I'm going to be streaming some more Madden. I will be streaming Control as well. And we have our Madden tournament going on. And with the semifinals and finals. And real quick before I let these guys go and talk about what they're going to do. If you have interest in a Madden franchise, connected franchise, or an NHL tournament, let us know by joining the community and just letting us know in Discord. Um, in the, in the chat on Mixer, although that's probably not the best way. We'd love to have you follow, but if you say something in chat, there's a good decent chance we won't ever see it. Because it'll be long gone with people putting sparks in and all that good stuff. <laughs> so, uh, or just go on Facebook and say it there, that you'd like to take part in one of those things. And if there's enough interest, we'll get those put together. We're happy to do that. We also have community events going on as well, and Stephen will talk about maybe that. Probably not this weekend, though, but... All the time when
1: you have them. Mm, yes. Trying to do some more of those um community events. Uh the last one was really fun uh for a long time. <laughs> and then the streams are fun too. Uh I'll probably be playing Halo and I don't know, Control maybe. I'll play it. We'll see. Uh, probably stream KSP because, you know, and, as I said before, love that game. And Blair Witch. Nope. And you won't hear our thoughts on Blair Witch because it won't be out by the time next episode goes. But you will hear yeah. our thoughts on Control next week because um, yes. we'll get to play at least a little bit of it. Yep. Uh, and then as far as my week, it's just get to go back to school. I'm only really worried about one class, though, this time, which is nice because last semester it was like I had a few that were going to be not so easy. Um yeah, as someone mentioned in chat I will finish Fire Emblem 3 Houses eventually. I will play it. Spoken like tomorrow. a true
2: procrastinator. Eventually. Mm-hmm.
1: I will I will beat that game. I want to beat it and I want to play a new playthrough, but I just uh I don't know, I just wasn't in the mood for it recently. I don't
2: think you should try to do another playthrough. I think you should play something else. Just get through it once though first and then think about it.
1: Yeah, I know. I just, and I, I need to finish Dragon Quest Builders too because I'm on, I'm I'm pretty close to finishing, and I want to finish it because I want to like have the fully open sandbox mode to um to where I can build whatever I want because I want to like mess around there and uh and, and do that. But we'll see. This this week might be one of those where I don't play many video games after the weekend's over. But even during the weekend, because yeah. I have a few plans and last minute parties before school starts.
0: Well, that first week of school is always tough. You know, you got to read through, you got to rigorously read through all those syllabi. Steven. I know, they're very difficult. Um, I mean, they
1: all copy and paste the same crap
0: after like page two, but. I know. Yeah, um, it's very, it's a very difficult week. Very taxing. <laughs> um, only the strong survive.
1: Oh yeah, there is something else I'll be doing next, next week, but more to the weekend. Maybe I'll wait to talk about it. Till, I'll wait to talk about it until next episode.
0: Till next week? Yeah. Will that be something that you're going to? Uh, Yes, class. Yeah uh sure. and something else and something else graham you uh learned that you're going to something i i did it's not this coming week but do you want to talk about it anyway
2: um no we'll talk about it when we get a little bit closer we'll keep, keep people in suspense okay. for a little bit all right but graham
0: we'll, we'll we'll tease it with this graham did get approved for media passes to something in uh canada yes and by canada i don't mean he's going to like you know across the country. Yes, um, going to Victoria, British Columbia. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> so, no, it's uh, in the Toronto area. So, It'll the big, be cool,
2: It'll big T dot or the big smoke. Got a, it it's might, got a few nicknames.
0: It's going to. Letter Graham, Kenny. It might, sure, uh, Graham. It might be a little better than the one you went to last year. Yeah. So I've heard.
2: Well, I did get play Blades of Steel at the the one I went to last year. Yeah,
0: but Greg Miller is going to be at this one. So, you have been at two events with Greg Miller this year. Yes.
2: That's true. We're, we're practically best friends. Sure. I know. Graham's going to leave us I'm for like, kind of funny. You remember me, right? <laughs> he's like, Get yeah. this crazy guy away from me.
0: No, he's going to come on the week after, Stephen, and announce that he's leaving to go to the kind of funny team. hmm <laughs> I sure thought sure. So. kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, but, Graham, what else you got going on?
2: What else I got going on? I uh, I'm going to stream. I don't know what game yet. Um, there's a few out there I've been thinking of. And uh, yeah, so I'll let you guys know. Brilliant. If you guys have some suggestions, you can let me know. And I can either put Bosch on it or I can be like, yeah, maybe. And I did download the demo for Dragon Quest XI uh, for Nintendo Switch. I know it's been on the PlayStation for a while, but I've been waiting for this to come out on the Switch. Cause as Steven say, I never play those kind of games, but this game might get me back into it. Uh, I did play like on the NES like way back in the day. I think that maybe it was Super Nintendo. I don't remember at the time, but I, I really did enjoy it. <laughs> Drunk soul, someone's saying. Yeah, I would we like that try coming, Dark when you Souls again. I was actually thinking cram. about that the other day. Oh. I'll make the rules not as strict as I made it last time. No,
1: you should play that game sober on stream because it will still be hard for you. That game's not easy by any means. <laughs> you th- Drunk souls is something you do when you're good at the souls games. You don't do it when you've mm. uh, never like playing played it for a- the first time. Oh yeah. my gosh, was that like I was sitting there watching and I'm like, oh my gosh, Graham, just go this way. Like you're at the part. It's not even that mazy where you were. It's it's pretty. St- straightforward i mean it's kind of windy but like the path is there and he was like i'm like oh i'm like trying to rip my hair out of my head but it was funny watching him get drunk um and
0: but steven it came to a point where he was drinking so much we were almost like worried for his safety he he passed out at like three in the afternoon that day yes was that about when you passed out that day was it like during the middle of the afternoon
2: possibly okay it was. It was. Uh, was fun, I it was. remember it when was. I started, and I don't know how long I went, but uh, it was still daylight. And dude, it yeah. was
1: like 10 a.m. my time when you started that, and then by the time it was done, it was like two, <laughs> two or three my time. So it was like five yeah. o'clock for okay, you. Oh, it was like five. Yeah, you passed right. out, and it was kind of funny.
0: <laughs> and now we hit. But you tried. You know, Graham, you gave it, you gave it an honest try, and that's
2: all. I fun. stuck by so. my rules, and they were you did. way too strict rules. Uh-huh. And I took a lot of shots. Um shot, shot Chunny Jack. Shot. I'm pretty sure that's what I was drinking, which was pretty good stuff. I'm I'm just impressed
0: that you remember what you were drinking, Graham. Um but uh but no when you pick a game to stream this time, Graham, it is a very difficult process. You're gonna have to put together pro and con lists and you know, just really think hard and buy it about I'm kidding, about all that. Just pick a game you like and play it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Diablo or whatever it is. Just play a game you like and play it. My Little Pony. Awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I game share with you. And you have that one, right?
0: Yep. Or the so, Barbie did I own Princess all games. <laughs> all of those are my jam. hmm So, all right, guys. Anything else before we wrap up and do our winner for the week? Negatory. All right, so you want me to send it to you for our Patreon winner for the week? All right our winner drum roll please just kidding it is anthony busby
1: congratulations you are the lucky winner uh let us know what code you want we'll reach out to you though and ask but if we don't because we just you know whatever if you want it right now today you know tell us what code you want and then we'll give it to Mm -hmm. you
0: literally anything i bet he wishes he was getting sparks yeah or or uh,
1: funko pop to be honest or funko pop yeah
0: (laughs) But he can uh, get Gears Funkos for free just by downloading uh, Gears Pop. Yeah. His favorite mobile device. And that's not a paid advertisement, by the way. Just an FYI. Well, are they real pops or just little little
1: pops? They're digital pops.
0: That doesn't but count. they
1: shoot. Yeah. You know how else you can get pops or little, little digital Gears Pops? Hmm. The Mixer app with Sparks.
0: Yes. You can send them in. Also true. Um, so if you'd like to get some of those with sparks, best way to do that is come follow us on Mixer. Our channel is up and running twenty four hours a day, which means if you just sit in it twenty four hours a day, not only are you helping us grow a ton, you are also earning sparks all day long, even when you're hard at work, um, not watching the channel, but it's still running at home, so you're earning sparks even then. And uh, somebody's got to come in here and take Tony down.
1: We've we've seen a couple of people try. And you know what happens when they try?
0: Trying's the first step to failure, they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but if enough people try, we'll have success. So we'd like to see as many of you as possible in the stream. I uh, would really appreciate it. Let's get that follow number up, and let's get some people in the stream. It just helps us grow even faster and uh, make the podcast better and better for everyone. So yeah, that's the goal.
1: And before we go, uh, let's mm-hmm. do our massive thanks to our patrons. Yes. um we love all of you. Uh, as I say every week. And we love all our listeners, but we can't do a lot of these shows without our Pat Rons. Um, so thank you, guys. And special shout-out to uh, Carlos Alv-Williams, Anthony Busby, Grant Pfeiffer. Or, sorry, Grant Pfeiffer. No, is it? I, Pfeiffer. 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 There you go. That's right. I, I don't know why I keep messing that up. Sorry, Grant Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. I just like saying Pfeiffer. Sorry. <laughs> I said your name a bunch of times. You're welcome. Damian Sutevsky and Casey Wright. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Uh, you reached a tier where you get the shout-out, so here's your shout-out. We love you, um, but we love everyone. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Can't do it yeah. without you guys. Thank you. Yep.
0: Yeah. And again, head, over, head on over to patreon.com slash gaminghub so you take part and help support the show and the community there for as little as $2 a month. All right. Let's get out of here, guys. This has been episode 177. We'll be back next week with 178. But until then, have a great week. Play Control and uh, get Blair Witch downloaded. Or don't. We're fun. not your mother's. Yeah, you know, we Whatever game you, know, what you, what to do, you but... choose
2: to play, you enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Just have fun. Yep. Yeah. Play. play whatever game you want to play and Control because it'll be really good. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.
2: Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. be safe.